What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet relief. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but every time it seems I lose my Self Helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. Uh, we are so excited to have this guest on. We've been talking about having you on for a while. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by amazing comedian Jessica Michelle Singleton. Thanks for having me. Yes. I'm so were, excited to be here. You were referenced on our very first episode. Did you oh, know that? I think I've I told think you. I think you told me oh, that. Man. And since you've told me that, I'm like, I got to put that board back up. Because <laughs> I took it down to try to make my room look less cluttered with a whiteboard. And then I was like, no, I need the post-its. Dude, are we talking about what I... <laughs> is that yes. The okay. goal I mean, board? The yes. On a goal You're board? the reason I did all that. <sighs> and it's like the most it's the most satisfying thing. Can I be honest with you, though? I actually recently got rid of them. But I had them up for like almost two years. Yeah, I got rid of mine cause because it was like... Because so, it's so cluttered. It is. And I thought that maybe that was making my, I don't know, I'm such a hippie, like, oh, my mental space. Dude, just, me too. Dude, so I got I'm, a whiteboard and now I'm like, only three major projects. I'm yes. trying to be type A, but I'm so not. I'm the exact same. We talk a lot about feng shui on this podcast and there's something about it. Like, I love the meaning of writing your goals and like having an accomplishments place that you move the goal thing over if you do it. Yeah. But just like the way it looks it just clashes a lot with like any other decor Everything. or oh, yeah. like there's no yeah. I have to hide my goals because if I'm looking at them constantly goals. then I yeah. feel like a piece of shit if I'm not working on it in that moment so yeah. I gotta put my shit in a book in oh, my drawer wow. yes. and not take a look yeah. yeah, or else it'll just keep my wheels spinning I yeah. think I have to have my main ones up in front of me because I just will never work on them <laughs> just a reminder like, oh, yeah I had goals I forgot <laughs> I had all these dreams yeah, yeah. I think That's I'll go crazy too. yeah <laughs> Ours is in the bedroom, and it was like I felt like I could oh. not peacefully oh. sleep because they were yeah. just right 
right there reminded me every day what I'd done and hadn't done. And that's it was how too mine much. was too, because it's like my desk is in my bedroom. And yeah, the whole setup. Yeah, I say that as if I have other good <laughs> bedroom decor. It's like this is clashing with this sign with a dumb <laughs> quote on it that I, I hand painted myself in a manic episode. <laughs> oh, whatever. Dude, yeah, one hundred percent. Though, I but like by comedian you. standards, like it's so easy to have a nice bedroom because you mean, see so many people who just like live in squalor. The bar is oh, so yeah. low. You're like, where is the bed? Is it that pile of big gulps? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where do you sleep? Yeah. Oh, what was man. so funny is I did Jessica's podcast, so I'm sure I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast at all. Probably not. But Jessica and I dated the same person. Yes. Yeah. And we got to <laughs> talk greatest. about the fact that like we basically furnished his bedroom. Yeah. Oh my god. You know what's so funny? Oh like, my god. More than me oh my I was, god i went and oh, like that's funny did, i did the his podcast and oh, they were doing did? it yeah right, i know yeah, oh, what a hero it. i am uh, <laughs> but i was like doing it and i came in they were recording in his bedroom for some reason and i go in there and they made some joke about the curtains and he's like yeah thanks for those and i'm like no that wasn't me <laughs> oh my like, god who i just got started joking shit? about like who has furnished what <laughs> And Dude. I'm like, every woman you've dated is also, like, a mom to you. You're just, like, a big oh, idiot. Oh, my God. You two are, like, a Taylor Swift song. Like, yeah. the fact that you've, like, both dated, it's just, it's amazing. Dude, I'm I telling mean, you, it's like, anybody listening to this, what an incredible example for women that you guys are. Seriously, because <laughs> the norm in my life with my friends and including myself, you usually just end up hating that person for no fucking reason. Yeah. Right. Other than they dated the same person I did. Fuck Which, you. And it's like, but you and you guys both ended up not being with yeah. that person which yeah. probably means you have way more than co- in common well, than I've you even realize felt right like that yeah. even if the even if like someone stays with them it's like yeah no like we like at, l- at least have similar tastes in one way at yeah. some point in our life. Right. I would be like, ew, she's gross. Yeah, right. no, I was like, oh, we're both broken. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's so true. No, as soon as you started dating, I was like, no, she's settling too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I, I, was like, I was too good for him. Hey, she's too good for him too. What, what's crazy is you are, you are a big part of the reason oh. I think I dated him a third time. Because like, oh, maybe he's grown. I, no, I, think I, I was like, maybe it's my problem because <laughs> Jessica seems really cool and like because we I I didn't know you very well but yeah. I respected you as a comic same and so for me when you started dating and you're older than me I'm so and he old. was no, my you're age. not shut no. <laughs> you're not she's not old. you're like a few but years I am older, than older than you yeah but, so I was like oh my gosh she's dating somebody I respect and admire who is older than both of us maybe I'm fucked up yeah no and I... then like it like it like gave him a credit no, Dating that's how you. I felt too. I was like, "Oh, who did you date?" Well, okay. Well, usually when I find out yeah. who the person I'm dating's exes are, I'm like, "Oh, I'm settling." <laughs> yeah, but I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, this seems good." Yeah, it's, good. I'm sorry it's like seeing that. a lineup that you're like, should I do the show? And you're like, oh, like yes. Beth Stelling's on this show, so like, yes, I'll I should do, do the yeah. show. This is incredible. Yes. This is a good lineup. Yeah, right. yeah. Then you get there and Beth's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, that happened to me last week. Literally, I did a CrossFit gym. I did a show at no. a CrossFit gym. Oh, and man. yeah, no, that's the right reaction. I mean, it was run by very sweet people, and there's actually like a fine crowd there. But like, I saw that Beth was on the lineup, and I was like you know what the, yeah this is fine this will be fun and then of course she canceled and it was just me you know d- telling jokes in a crossfit gym who yeah, shows um, it was it i was it the chai was it comedy papa no okay. it was not like done by an organization oh okay um it's like a guy <laughs> named gary like, <laughs> like we yeah. should do comedy yeah 
yeah you it was legit while you did it no thank god <laughs> oh. but uh, good one <laughs> i'm like i'm not sure if they're listening it was actually like a really fun show and it went you know they put it together well but just the oh, fact just that curious. it was a show in a crossfit gym yeah. it's a situation where you look at the lineup and you're like i hope that there are enough other people on this that i respect like, that this really doesn't comedians? feel like a new career low you know yeah. you're like wow this is the city telling me to like yeah we're well, like why didn't i say no? yeah you're like yeah. i should say no to these things yes exactly. you start beating yourself up like i should value my time yes exactly is that just me no, no I'm like, what am i doing in this laundry mat <laughs> exactly yeah. are we still talking about shows or that relationship just, yeah. um, <laughs> it's all just so yeah. Yeah. blurred lines yes. uh, he never did you guys laundry. ever get mad at yourself for dating someone yeah uh, every anyway. day of my life. every day uh, i but just yeah. i love it i love the fact that this is happening that's i, I just yeah I'm it's glad like trauma bonding it. it is like trauma bonding there you well, go you went through it too yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. it's great because like it's usually like the that person is like in the way i don't know it's like you you don't you end up hating the girl or something instead of yeah. the dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. For some yeah. reason, we're just first to just judge the woman and not the, the freaking person bag. who was yeah. a twat yeah. To, yeah. to both people. I mean, right. uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I've been yeah. that position. It's that true. Situation. I often wonder how many like female friendships I missed out on by there being a dude that's like, well, I don't like her because on principle. Yeah. Yes. Right? Exactly. First thing you start dating someone, you're like, well, I just have to hate all your exes because that's what you do. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's yeah. what I do. Point. We, well, yeah. I don't think either of us were ever like no. that. And it's no. like, you and I, we, it's so crazy because it was the same situation. Yeah. Like, you started dating him after, like a few weeks after he and I had broken up the second time. God, I, so many times I made that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then, and I was never like that bitch like i was just no. like oh he probably just i also like didn't realize i already told you this later on but like i didn't realize how recent you guys had broken up i didn't know you were breaking up had even dated till like we started dating and i was like okay well it seems like that must be like uh, yeah water under the bridge i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and then you did it and i was like i'm not mad at you but now yeah. i feel i'm realizing that i what i did was so shitty and i was like ah. i, was, I just yeah, i had a like a psycho meltdown fuck. that had le- like less oh. to do with either of you and more to do with just like abandonment issues and like old shit and i was like yeah. what's happening i'm crumbling yeah. right yeah. but it was also it was super fast like I mean, it's i mean it's just it happens but yeah. like uh, isn't that so funny when you're out of it you're like yeah whatever and in the moment you're like it's just the way it happens you're yeah like, fucking idiot yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah no i never like when that when i was on the other end of it and it was there were different circumstances also but yeah. uh but yeah when i when you guys started dating right after we broke up i was never like oh she sucks i was just like yeah no that's what should i th- i was just like well they're gonna get married like that that's so funny because i had the it. exact same thing i was like you know it's like they must really be meant to be together and yeah, i was just it. like uh that was just a weird stepping stone that both of us went through because it was weird for me too and like in retrospect yeah. i'm like what in the no. hell you guys are very <laughs> secure people like yeah. i fucking i facebook stalked the shit out of like every girl that my any of my exes oh, I went to that. after me <laughs> fucking yeah i don't know you guys just seem so like oh i just wish them on they must just be meant to. i was always like fuck them like i only get hit by a car i just hated all of it oh but no we unfollowed so each other yeah. oh period okay yeah. so it's part That's of it not. but okay. i just think look this is a great new normal that us ladies can strive for is all i'm saying is like I, you don't so. hear about this shit happening very sure. much and i very much appreciate it that's yeah. all i'm saying i'm thankful for it for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm like yeah, i should have just dated you yeah, yeah that's I a thing 
thing. That's what really a story would that be? Yeah. You two need to hook up now. Let's yeah. just get yeah. matching tuxedos and forge a fake relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, and we should be clear. I mean, just in case, I, the person we both dated is not like some horrible person who no, abused us or anything. No, it just didn't. It was it just, just not good fit. The right, not thing. good fit. Yeah. Got you. But uh, yeah. But yeah. In any case, it, like it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Like it's always weird when someone you know yeah. dates somebody you dated. Be like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> all right here we are <laughs> all right i'm so happy for you <laughs> i am i just am feeling a lot of things yeah. gosh i wish we had a uh this was being video recorded because your facial expressions God, are so good jessica so hilarious. Hilarious. You look By the fucking way. beautiful i love yeah, that super cute. i want to just you. like i want to like barbie makeover like snatch everything off of you and like duplicate in my war do you guys ever play that game growing up barbie makeover? oh totally all the time i was Software not playing game? football with Did my stepdad instead printable dresses yes like, we were, never had ink because my parents were cheap oh, so i'm like yeah, yeah. how will i make their clothes <laughs> i really was like one day i'll be a fashion designer <laughs> and now i dress like a weirdo and it works out. i love it i like i'm obsessed with your fucking outfit oh, thank um, you. um so forever 21 fuck yes how do i 50 off right now <laughs> that's they're not a sponsor they're we're no, just yeah. fans i still hit oh. up forever 21 so hard there's one around oh, the corner from me and i'll just oh. be walking by and i'm like well they get you a sale <laughs> they catch you there's always a fucking sale yeah. everything always. is for that's sale. why i just stay away from all of the malls i yeah I'm a mine's a freestanding one just yeah. on a corner it's the very first forever 21 ever <laughs> really I'm, yeah. really i'm Where? at island park oh. and it actually just says fashion 21 oh but then you're like wait a second i know what's going on here. <laughs> i know you yeah i Gosh. recognize these cheaply made dresses <laughs> that i shouldn't be wearing anymore and i'm gonna buy all of them yeah well i think i feel like forever 21 is perfect especially for people in entertainment because like you just like it's shitty but like you have to have different outfits for like photo shit and yeah. like and then you on know stage. shows and yeah and doing televised things and on stage yeah because like i Jack Knight told me once he came up to me at a show and he goes you're like a cartoon character you're always wearing the same thing and I was like I know (laughs) I have a comfort area But yeah. now I'm like, I'm like, just I wear whatever the fuck you want. I think I that's all. Who gives a shit? I wear mean, whatever you want. Even if you wear the same thing on TV twice, who, who fucking cares? Uh, so, what a loser! You got on TV twice, wore the same outfit. It looks like you only uh, own one outfit, yeah. though. I yeah. worry about like, that, like just in photos from live shows. Yes. Or it's like, oh, yeah. oh, everyone's gonna think that's just my. Uh, outfit that oh my I god wear on stage 100 yes. i have so many just this it's in the gray thing it's in my security blanket because we have a show later tonight and i'm like i will for I'm sure on be putting that on yes, yes we're, we're all, all on a on show it. together not and me. Uh, retire. i'm done <laughs> you want to dust it off shouldn't have done what you I wanted did. to do for yourself <laughs> yeah how dare you be Dude, happy. yeah no i uh i don't have many clothes actually <laughs> i actually like, <laughs> like a real sad <laughs> turn for a second yeah. no i actually have, i'll I, buy them up sorry i looked at my closet i'm like no but like that's what i've been trying to get down yeah, to I'm, I'm a Minimal- real i'm a big creepy minimalist jessica no, i love it i um, yeah went through a phase of i am so all over the map i go through like i'm just gonna only own black and white and then i don't have to think about what i'm gonna wear and then i'm like <laughs> glitter <laughs> i feel like you dress up a lot i'm trying to now more not yeah. trying to i'm just like trying to be I, I got in my head about not dressing up too much when I started comedy. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, people people say stuff it's to you. Especially worst. as a woman, they're like, oh, if you're too hot. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm at risk of someone being like, who's that model? Yeah. <laughs> but Nobody like, has ever said that to yeah, me. Yeah, that's like never been. No one's going to be like, she's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I Can't handle hair. it. Yeah. <laughs> so I got in my head and was like, really, I think, downplayed my 
love for wearing kind of eccentric things because mm. I was all over the place in like high school and college and then lately I'm just like oh fuck it I'm just gonna wear whatever yeah, I want please yeah. Do. That's, yeah. Super, that's so fun I mean Kelsey's like that too where Kelsey's not Kelsey's like just really good at makeup and clothes Thanks, and babe. stuff for me yeah, it's just like, like, I'm like really oh. great at being a woman yeah honestly <laughs> yeah, that's very truthfully sweet. yes uh, very I do a joke you. about how Kelsey makes me feel like not so much a woman but just like a corn dog which is <laughs> a real thing I said to her high in Vegas yeah. <laughs> that's that amazing because <laughs> I'm just like and i use your name on stage oh i know i go where are we going kelsey is there mustard there i know i've been on shows with you and i like i love it i like i feel like a little soccer mom the honest i'm like oh she said my name put together one high yeah (laughs) and for me if i like leave my hair down i'm just like people think i'm trying this is humiliating no there's a thing if i put on a full face of makeup still and i do it like semi-regularly not every day but I still get so many people, like comics, especially going, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't know I was capable of looking okay. <laughs> like, this is different. I'm like, yeah, I put on mascara. Relax. Like, yeah. hey, you look like you bathed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well. It really, it takes so little. Like I went to, I went to therapy yesterday in like <gasps> all makeup. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, I saw your Instagram story. Oh God. And the first <laughs> thing she said to me was like, oh, you look very nice. And I was like, please don't talk about it. Like I was just aware of having I'm red ashamed. lipstick on the whole time like because i just i I just don't it's not even an external thing it's like how i feel about myself like i'm just worried other people are gonna think i'm trying to be pretty and then they'll go like i guess it didn't work like which is Uh, just your own that's crazy and you are so pretty thank you that's what i was going for i literally (laughs) thought of that because i saw your instagram story about it about you being like i hope she doesn't think i dressed up and i was getting ready for therapy this morning and i grabbed something out of the closet and i was like getting ready for therapy i was getting literally putting clothes on and i was like ah, i don't need to wear this it's too nice it's just therapy and then i thought of yours and i'm like what does that say about me right. but my therapist is around the corner from me i've literally gone there in pajamas with an actual like ceramic coffee cup full of coffee like full of crazy i'm like ah, all right where do we start it's a real aggressive oh. breath yeah like, okay well and i'm just like you know i feel like everything's okay and she's like mm, it's not uh, well, then on the other side i want to do a bit of about this about how like i'm i'm worried because like i don't want to look too nice for therapy but then i also don't want to look too shitty because then i'm afraid she'll like call 911 just gonna like tape me up and yeah. hold me until like a wagon comes and yeah. throws me in oh yeah <laughs> for sure uh, not- see I, that's why i do my therapy on the phone nobody nobody gives a shit what i'm wearing i'm in my underwear in my little chair in a corner of my yeah. bedroom and she just it's on the toilet know, she's like how are things going yeah, yeah. On the yeah. toilet she doesn't know that multitasking many. sue yeah. you get it you're she busy i'm busy <laughs> so funny sue. you're flushing the toilet you just don't give a shit you're like, yeah. anyway and you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. she'll never truly know how bad i'm like oh i am God. you know yeah uh because she won't be able to see me <laughs> um but yeah oh it's good if you found out your therapist was doing the exact same thing yeah probably do you're there just... in her underwear you'd be like oh what a slob <laughs> yeah <laughs> be professional that's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. 
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Do your guys' therapists look nice? Because mine always looks nice. Mine always looks nice. My therapist looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's got an undercut. Oh, like an she's undercut? got like dyed blonde hair. Oh, and it's like where this it's buzz? Like buzz. Oh, oh shit. Cool. And she always is like dressed cool and which oh is kind God. of intimidating. Yeah, I was gonna like, say. No, I think things are going okay, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, like jamming. <laughs> just trying to make him just even just trying to be her friend. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm like, accept me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hardest it's part is bad. like my therapist told me at the beginning, she's like, just so you know, she's like, obviously obviously I have other patients that are in or clients who have whatever the word she is like, no! like, <laughs> <laughs> just like slam the door. Yeah. Uh, just like yeah was, she's like i have other people that are in entertainment she's like i'll never like google you or anything and part of me was like could you so yeah. you know <laughs> it's going all right like i'm worth <laughs> yeah i'm just like could could i send you my tonight show link mine has like so watched funny. all my videos really stuff. now yeah. that's making me concerned because my therapist was like i was telling her about my one woman show and she's like when are you doing it here i would love to come and i'm like oh you want to see a show about me unraveling no absolutely <laughs> I mean, it's probably good for therapy yeah. but. also by the way a show you wrote uh, that you you went on a 10-day silent meditation retreat yeah. you were silent for 10 days yeah this time after, last year yeah this time, i really? need to hear all about I want yes. to hear about this yeah should we get into this shit should we kick it off so. with a quote and then immediately yes. get into that so, meditation yes thing? oh it's yeah. perfect too um is it me it's, it's you yeah, it's i have a you. quote you guys there we go uh thousands of candles can be lit from a single candle and the life of the single candle will not be shortened happiness never decreases by being shared I want to oh, say that this quote, how it's it. written, says lighted from a single candle, and I don't lit. know if that's right. Is it lit, right? It's lit. It's lit. Get lit. lit is not. You know? So now I trust the quote less, but <laughs> yeah. I hope this candle is burned out. That quote it's has a, a typo. Nice sentiment, though. Yeah. Uh, it's from a website that says fakebuddhaquotes.com, so very <laughs> right. reliable. I yeah. thought it was a Buddha quote, and now I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's I get, way. I, get, I understand the sentiment. Very, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So share Michael your happiness. Scott it's not going to change you. I know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I do love um, it. Okay, so please talk about your 10-day retreat. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I um, went through a breakup uh, <laughs> with that same guy. Weird. Can we just what? say, like, how amazing it is that you got a whole Edinburgh show out of that breakup. I went through that breakup three times. All I got was two closers and an opener. Yeah. Like that <laughs> and is, one less set of curtains. And, and one less set of <laughs> curtains. Like a whole hour. And you went on this 10-day thing. I remember, it, like, it was so hard to just like watch somebody handle it so much better than I ever I have handled a I breakup. Handled it well or if I just channeled whatever happened into like a piece of art. And the whole show isn't necessarily about no, the breakup, yeah. but it came from the meditation. I like went full eat pray love after this yeah. breakup and I had to figure out why because I was like, I'm not that I wasn't that upset about the breakup specifically, but I was just spiraling because I have like trauma and shit from my childhood. Mm, yeah. So I mean like I booked a trip to Hawaii. I signed up for guitar lessons. Like I was crazy. I canceled guitar lessons like after one. I was like, it's too much. <laughs> but I'll still go in the desert for 10 days and be silent. So there was this 10 day silent meditation course. It's a Vipassana. Anyone can do it. Dhamma.org. D-H-A-M-M-A. If you're interested in that, okay. huh. it's donation based and they won't accept money unless you make it through the first really? 10 days. Yeah. Whoa. So it's, it's for any, you, you don't have to be like rich and like 
Wow. We're going to have to be like a Tony Robbins retreat, whatever. They're all over the world. The one I did was in Joshua Tree. You have to sign up a few months in advance. So if you check out the website, you can... Oh it'll like they'll, they'll tell you when ones are opening and you can go sign up and then i had signed up before like full disclosure wait like before i even dated that fucking dude oh you did i'd signed no i'd signed up for other ones and bailed because oh, I, was I, like, I don't know huh. uh, in fact the year before when i just jumped into a relationship with him i was supposed mm-hmm. to go to one and he's like you should come meet my family for christmas and i was like i'm in a complete yeah. state of mania why not <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so I was like, I'm going to do it. I signed up for one. And I was like, this is so corny. But it was incredible. Um, I I mean, this won't come as anyone with ear surprise to like either any of you, like yeah. anyone with ears who can hear me now. But like, I'm not. I, I've never shut the fuck up. <laughs> so all my friends were making the same joke. Like, mm, you can't even be silent for 10 seconds. You right, know? right. But um, it was it was really cool. It's They teach you this technique of meditation called Vipassana, which is um all about impermanence and just like accepting that you exist and it's letting feelings arise and pass away so it's Mm. just like the underlying concept is like everything goes away yeah Uh, pain pleasure so it's a technique meant to teach you to not like crave the good things but not be averse to the bad things just let them happen and they'll pass um but i don't know after like a few days you start losing your mind yeah this sounds terrible yeah no i mean it started with like a hundred and 50 girls and then like by the end there were 60 of us and by like day seven and it it shows in the show because the show i did for edinburgh is immersive theater it's so different from it's not a new hour for my stand-up it's like right very weird and the whole show is like everyone's going on a 10-day silent meditation together it's an hour but yeah 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 so there's me doing like silent physical comedy trying to like stay calm and meditate and then there's a screen showing everything going on in my brain so you start Mm -hmm. cycling through like all of a sudden shit pops up about like your childhood or you just have like these weird like whatever and you're just trying to like stay comfortable like am i even fucking meditating or am i just thinking about meditating and you're just oh my god i have like a knot in my stomach just picturing doing this by the way like this is very anxiety inducing to think about being silent for 10 days what's crazy is that like i did it and i was like well that was an experience i'll never do that again um but then about a week ago i realized it was like a year like almost a year out and i was like i kind of like i don't do anything for christmas and I, it's not like a boohoo just like i just am not close with my family i'm always yeah. just i'll do like a friend dinner or whatever but i was like oh man i it'd be nice to kind of just be going on the desert again and i'm like what wow, wow. <laughs> no huh <laughs> i haven't shut i haven't meditated for more than like 15 minutes on occasion since then yeah. wow can you tell me like what's the day what's the day-to-day so at the that day-to-day place is like uh someone walks around with a bell at 4 a.m and you're wow. sleeping in tents you're you sleeping in there's a retreat center so okay. it's like very minimalist you bring your own sheets and pillow you're you're sharing a room that has three small beds with other girls and it's like got an attached bathroom that shares with another group of girls and you can't talk to anyone so you just have to like oh shit someone's in the bathroom which is like i was like someone's gonna end up stabbing somebody but um and it's so funny because one of the roommates i had we ended up connecting afterwards we just had a moment because you're not even supposed to make eye contact but we had one moment where you're not supposed to make eye contact yeah no you're supposed to like I mean, Whoa. obviously, you're going to make eye contact, but you're not even supposed to... No facial expressions, nothing. Like, you're alone. What? You're, I mean, you're just... This is, hor- like, this is horrifying to me. <laughs> this this is whole nightmare. concept. This is so interesting. It was just so crazy. So there was, like, a temple. And I don't know if it used to be a church or just where they go do, like, retreats there. I think there's other types of stuff there. People probably have weddings. But at 4 a.m., someone would come around, ring a bell, and you would wake up in the dark. And this was... Joshua trees are pretty cold at this time of year and you'd walk to the temple um, and you'd meditate for two hours. What? <gasps> two hours. Yes. Two hours. Wow. Um, 
<clears throat> what does people that look like? Asleep. Are you people just sitting, eyes closed? You just breathing? What are you doing? It's a lot of people sitting. Yeah, okay. it's mostly just sitting. Okay. And um, here's the thing: is after the first day, they let us know that because there are like teachers there, and they take those brief moments where they will give at the end of the day. They there's a video, <clears throat> excuse me, of like from this guy who like re like resurface this whole process and so it's he's teaching you things talking about the process and whatever and they did say for some of the meditation chunks you were allowed to just stay in your room and meditate and when they were like 4 a.m to 6 a.m you can't you don't have to come you can stay in your room and i was like oh you mean sleep till 6 a.m yeah 100 <laughs> uh, yeah so i tried not i tried to be like good but there were a couple days where i just was like okay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah no it's just people sitting up on pillows you can bring your own meditation pillow they provide pads there and then there's like chairs for older people i ended up having to get a chair because i have rheumatoid arthritis and so i was like in so much pain but i didn't want to ask because it was it's just like an ongoing thing which is why it took me so long to get diagnosed with it because i was like i'm just being a pussy Uh, and i was like oh my i I have this thing like yeah no that's like a really serious disease like yeah you can have a chair and i'm Uh, like oh but yeah it's like you're just sitting there trying to be still and they in, end up teaching this technique. It starts with like just noticing your breathing and they tell you to focus on your nose. And by day three, they're like, now that you've learned the the foundation, we're going to start the actual meditation. And I was like, are you out of your fucking... Wow. <laughs> but you're more or less just sort of taking notice of each part of your body, almost like in a scanning way in your mind and just noticing if there's any feelings there Yeah, and not react, trying to not react to them. So like if you have an itch on your face, you just don't react. You're hot, you're cold. You just like let it happen. And it sort of creates this almost like, I I don't know, this awareness that things pass. Like even when Mm. you have an itch and you're like, it like eventually goes away. And so... I don't know. It helped me a lot. Like in the moment, it was insane. And then by day four or five, I was like, this is a show. Like I didn't go there. Like yeah. I'm going to research. But I was like, oh, because I wanted to do Edinburgh, but I didn't want to do regular stand up. I wanted to do something weird and like as a creative challenge. Yeah. And then it has helped me a lot with my emotional regulation because mm-hmm. I, and I still have days where I get like overwhelmed by whatever I'm feeling, but I had a real big problem with dysregulation where like whatever I was feeling would just like, consume me and i would just be drowning in like mm. sadness or like crazy out of control with whatever emotion even if it was even if it was a good one so it's helped me when things get like intense emotions because i sometimes get triggered by things like anxiety and i don't even know what they are yet because like i have all this like deep buried stuff where i'll just yeah. be like i'm just ha- one time i bit into a green bean and i was like i'm melting down <laughs> <laughs> i was like i want to cry and i don't know why what's it this is i don't want uh, like oh it's cra- it's like wow. actually crazy but it's just like because my brain has all these like weird trauma triggers it ha- um, it helped me get better at going like all right this is fine i'm just feeling anxiety and like mm. wow it's gonna it's gonna go away this isn't permanent because like before it was just like i guess this is how i feel for the rest of my life i want to die um <laughs> so which, you're still meditating jessica um, or not enough okay but you're you like you're, you're you've kind of kept it around yeah I, okay. I just recently started getting back into like uh daily just at least 10 15 minutes because i noticed uh, if I'm meditating regularly, uh, I have way more control in those moments. Mm-hmm. Versus oh. if I stop, if I do gaps of not meditating, I'm like, ah, I just yeah. get emotionally yeah. erratic. So 10 to 15 minutes a day, that's a, that's a good chunk of time. Yeah. I can't, I can't really make it past two or three right now, but yeah. I'm trying to get to that point. Well, I would say that like maybe five minutes of that is spent in actual meditation and the rest is like, I'm thinking about other things and I'm like, huh, not meditating, but that's okay. That's sort of like, it's like any other muscle which i think people who don't do it don't realize it's a work it's like you're not gonna wake up having never woke like worked out and do 100 push-ups but you do like five today and then you try to do six tomorrow you know yeah that's a good way to put it the meditation retreat that you went on it's i mean it sounds like 
like the way I feel about it is the way I feel when people talk about like, yeah, I got I got cast in this Marvel superhero movie, so all <laughs> I ate was grilled chicken and broccoli for eight months, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, that would probably help and be great, yeah. But at what cost? But it's like, but it it's grilled so chicken hard. and broccoli for eight months. Yeah, that's so yeah. hard. So four to six a.m. you meditate. Oh yeah, then and then there's a break for uh, breakfast, and they just it's a vegetarian. They provide food, okay. So it's just pretty simple stuff. But it, uh, I was surprised at how much I was. I wasn't because I'm a picky eater, and I wasn't like I'm gonna starve. So it's yeah. just like whatever. There's oatmeal. There's fruit. They're, they always have like veggies and different lentils for lunch. Huh. And um, so then at about like eight thirty, you go back and it's a group meditation, and there will be something playing, and it's just sort of it's the it's a like a voice recording of the same guy who you see at the end of the day. Hmm. Just sort of guiding you through yeah. it. It's not constant, but he he'll just like pop in every once in a while to give you that like you know rem- remember that like if you if you drift off, you start thinking about something, just come back to your breath, and it's just sort of telling you to like breathe in and out of your nose and yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I think that goes on for about I want to say two hours, and then they give you an hour break where you can just go back to your room. You can walk around. They tell you not to exercise. They're like you're not you're not supposed to do like anything else but be with your thoughts whoa um, no no reading no nothing like no, that no you weren't supposed to, i was it's like the handmaid's tale my yeah, god <laughs> like this. yeah no you couldn't you're not supposed to write anything down you're just whoa. supposed to be present yeah whoa. which i did have a napkin and a pen and i was by day four like right jotting bits. down things because i was like <laughs> Dude, this is a show yeah. and oh i'm like my god. so i don't know if that really inhibited my process a little but i was like i'm gonna forget everything yeah but i think being creative is like such a good positive thing yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but, i think so too yeah. so so it's like it worked out but then and for 10 days 10 days and when they on the last day when they're like uh noble science has ended you can speak now it was so funny because you sat in the same place every day at lunch in the cafeteria like from from day one when they like did an intro thing like this is going to be your spot these are your dishes you wash your own dishes and like it's just very like i don't know it's like a monastery yeah but as soon as like you guys can talk now the room erupts it's just so funny because like women are so just want to connect with each other immediately it was like oh my god hi i've been sitting across you've been sitting with these people for like 10 days wow you know you're just like having to not engage with them and you're like who are you nice to meet you was it all women it was all they there is a men do it at the same time but they separate you okay that's so so interesting dude so after your lunch break is it back to meditation um like after you have that hour break, right? Or lunch. Yeah. Hour break and lunch. And then you go back to do, um, I think, I think it might be that you can go to the, the big hall or you can do in your room meditation. And then they have, oh um, God. an afternoon break, which if you're an old student, like you've done this before, you can only have tea. Uh, and then anyone else can have tea or fruit and that's it. So there's just breakfast, lunch, and then fruit and tea. Whoa. Sorry, what? There's no dinner? No. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. That would be tough. Um, if I wasn't already out. out. Were you hungry at all I or were you wasn't. fine? I was wow. fine. But also I experienced something and I don't know if it was like, it's still like been an ongoing struggle and I don't know what, if it's something shifted in me emotionally aging or uh i'm a, i'm on a prescription well i haven't been taking it but i'm prescription <laughs> medication for my autoimmune disease that like my immune system not my immune system my appetite like decreased like crazy like uh-huh. i dropped a bunch of weight really quick for like a month last year and i was like i don't know man i'm just not hungry mm. um and it was one of those things like as a woman you're like i should look into this but also i'm getting so thin also i, I look know. fabulous yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at these cheekbones yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah um, so i was fine because i was worried about that but yeah. um 
Um, no, that that, holy so... shit. So what's like the biggest thing you took from that? I'm like super intrigued because I'm like, well, I wouldn't mind trying that You're not eating dinner, I don't think. <laughs> yes. you would. The food thing, but I wouldn't mind like getting more into meditation. I mean, yeah. I just think the biggest thing I took away was sort of the overarching uh, lesson, which was um, impermanence. This too shall pass is yeah. a phrase yeah. I'd always heard and I never knew what, even what it meant. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever that dumb knitted sign knit yeah. crossed it whatever <laughs> yeah. um right but i was like oh yeah just knowing that everything's gonna pass is really comforting there's parts of it where you go like oh that's actually kind of sad yeah if you yeah. think about it too much because i'm like and i go into it like in a mental spiral in the show but i was doing it at the meditation i was like the girl in my room is engaged and i was just like there's women who are married here are they like what does that mean is it gonna pass yeah and uh... then but but that doesn't mean like but it also happens in relationships where your feelings change, you know, and you go like, I guess I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but uh, there are times in relationships where I'd be like, I guess I just don't love this person anymore. And it's like, okay, well relax. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's different for everything, but sometimes, yeah, a relationship passes. Sometimes like the relationship you have with that person, like changes. you said, changes. I've been with my guy for almost seven years and I definitely feel like we've had at least 20 different relationships with each other in well, seven years. You well, know? I think that's beautiful too. Cause oh, it's thanks. like sometimes yeah. like, and uh, that's the thing with relationships in general is that like, sometimes you both grow in a way where like you're different people, but it still works. Yeah. And then like, sometimes it just doesn't. And I feel like I wish we were more socially conditioned to be like, yeah, no relationships aren't necessarily supposed to last forever. Yeah. And they would feel less like a failure when they ended, but we go like, why couldn't I make it work with that sack of yeah. potatoes? I dated. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm a True. loser. And yeah. you're like, no, it just didn't. But then there, yeah. I think there's also something really beautiful about, and what I think Kelsey, you and Kane are so great about is just like, no, like whatever happens, as long as we're both willing to work on it, like it doesn't matter how yeah. we grow. Like yeah. we're supposed to be together. Like, yeah, yes, that's yeah. huge. I mean, unless like the ways we change make it so that we truly like would not be happy together. And right. in that case, like you don't want to be that old bitter couple that yeah. fucking wishes well, it's like death upon. You don't upon. want to be with someone who's not happy and yeah. you're not happy if they're not happy. So yeah. 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 But like things like, you know, doing things to better yourself that would help their relationship Absolutely. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so before we get into, because we want to yes. talk to you about the book Attached, and yes. it's a, is I'm it so Attachment excited. Theory? Is that um, what it's technically called? That's what um, <laughs> the book's called, Attached. But it's about attachment theory. Um, this is the new science of adult attachment and how it can help you find and keep love. So hmm. there's just different attachment styles, and the whole science around them is attachment theory. Who wrote Amazing. it? Amazing. Um, it's written by Amir Levine, MD, and Rachel F. Uh, S. F. Heller, M. A. Awesome. Oh, Masters of Arts? Sure. <laughs> I, I dropped out of college. Medical I arts? Medical arts. Medical arts. At Hogwarts. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so let's get into this because let's we. do it. Jessica, you and I talked about this on your podcast. Yes. By the way, Jessica has a great podcast called Ignorance is Blessed, which uh, nice. I did, and you should listen to it. You should um, listen to it. And all the other episodes. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's great. And we talked about this book that you read that talks about all the attachment styles which yeah. the, an attachment style is just like basically how you operate within a relationship yeah interact right? in a relationship um which and it, it can also like bleed over to uh friendships and like other close relationships mm. but yeah i mean obviously we're focusing on most it's you know mostly based on romantic, romantic, romantic relationships. relationships yeah and there's so many i'm like obsessed with the whole theory um because CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When did you read this? I read this initially, oh God, a few months ago, um, maybe over this, like into summer, because mm-hmm. um, somebody had mentioned it to me. Because I'm constantly talking about issues. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, have you thought about reading this? Um, but it was like mind blowing because I'd heard a little bit about, I think, attachment theory when I took a psychology class in college. And I'd heard about the experiment. They did an experiment with babies where they see like, oh, do they cry when the mom leaves the room? Or like, do they go after the mom? And mm. I didn't realize till like reading this, I was like, Oh, that's all about attachment theory. Cause mm. I slept through half of my psychology class. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's, um, they think they still think a lot of it's based on how you were parented, but basically we all, there's technically four categories we all fall into, um, in how we interact in relationships. And like the, the main one, uh, that most people are in, I'd say like 50% of people I'd say, they say that somewhere in the book. I'm not, <clears throat> uh, but uh, is secure attachment and secure attachment are just the people who have like healthy, like yes. secure relationships. They don't, they don't have, I don't know as many issues as the people who have, um, I don't want to call it issues. Insecure attachment has two categories. There's anxious and avoidant. Mm. And, um, there are people who act very like nervous in relationships. It's the like clingy, where are you going? Like, I always worry that like someone's going to cheat on you or something's going to go wrong or, uh, and the avoidant is a lot of the people who like don't let people too close. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a cheat sheet in here has better examples that I tried to like mark, but, um, so there's just three, like you said, well, categories? there's, <clears throat> there's also a fourth, um, which this book doesn't go too deeply into, which I had to start reading. Cause I was like, I'm a hundred percent this fourth. Um, there's oh, a, a style called disorganized attachment. Like these are all considered organized <laughs> because even if you are, if, even if you have an, um, an insecure attachment style, like if you're anxiously attached, you still have like patterns and yeah, you like do the same thing. Yeah. Um, like, um, wanting like a crazy amount of close, I don't know if crazy is like a dismissive word. I shouldn't say that, but like expressing a lot of insecurities, fears of rejection. Right. Um, you're unhappy when you're not in a relationship like that mm. kind of like, Oh, I just feeling like you really need to have someone there to feel secure. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what is you said yours is disorganized. Disorganized is when you, um, sort of swing between the two insecure attachments so it's like sometimes i'm very like wanting to be very close and then i also will randomly have like avoidant like i shut down i don't want to talk about like Mm. this i need a lot of independence i don't um you know it's just like end up sending a lot of mixed signals and um a lot of that comes from the way you're parented. So like, mm. um, if like a lot of people were securely attached, it was like, if they were a baby, when they were a baby, if they cried, their parents came, they fed them. And then like with like anxious or avoidant, they ne- didn't necessarily get the enough, the oh, nurture, the nurture, the proper nurture they needed. Or, or like with anxious, sometimes it was like their, their parents were like, over like their parents were a fearful person. So they like over parented and they're like, Oh God, don't, mm, don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. Versus uh. like avoidant. Maybe they weren't, 
they just like wouldn't pay attention to their kids a lot of like i wonder about that when people talk about we just let them cry it out mm. I, like when i hear that now i'm like mm, well that's gonna come back to bite them in the yeah. ass but yeah. you feel good about it right yeah. um and then for me it makes sense uh why i have a disorganized attachment because i had a mother with like mental illness mm. and she was very like would you Foot just block. never knew her getting a yeah, was, yeah she's got borderline so it's very like walking oh. on eggshells is literally the name of a book about yeah growing yeah, up with about it. It. yeah, yeah. yeah. Talked, um, talked a whole bunch about that book yep yeah but it's like yeah the you don't know what you're gonna get yeah. and so as a result like as in in my adult life i'm very emotionally erratic in relationships where mm. like it's it's like I hate you. Don't go. Like just. I hate you. Don't I, leave yeah. Me, yeah. yeah, yeah. How like, did you discern from your mom uh, having it, and then you mm. seeing these similar patterns in yourself to be like, do I have borderline? Do I not have borderline? Um, I went through a period of time where, like, when I was, uh, I don't know, it was like 2012, where I was in a very dark place and going to a therapist and like talking to her about it, where I started being like, oh no, like, yeah. do I have this? Um, <clears throat> and I think basically, I've never been diagnosed with it. Um, I definitely have mood swings, but I think what it comes down to is, um, uh, I have like my ability to see it keeps, it keeps it from being so like keeps my reactions from being so big that it's like affecting my life. So, Mm. uh, well, I don't think, uh, no one's diagnosed me with borderline. I don't think I am. I definitely can catch myself in patterns of like, Mm. yeah. Hmm. Oh, uh, I, I'm also never like dismissive. I think most of the, I like my ability to internalize it, which has been detrimental to me, mm, um, keeps yeah. it from being like, even if maybe there is stuff there in my brain that's like firing off wrong or I'm responding yeah. inappropriately right. emotionally, which I have done like in the past and it's gotten immensely better in the last few years since I've actually started working on it. Um, it's not, I don't think it's ever affected like my work relationships. I don't think, yeah, um, any like close friends I have would ever be like, she, I, I've never had any like switches of being mean. What happens is I'm either like, I go from being like happy and secure and this is fun to like just closing in on myself where mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I go like, I have moments where I like go cold, but it's just like, uh, where I maybe at a point in my early twenties, I would have been like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I just go like, now I just go like, okay, like something's going on. I need to work on myself. But mm. yeah, no, that was a huge fear of mine because a lot of yeah women with borderline come from women with borderline. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a terrifying thing to have like, you know, one moment of being like a little bit emotionally overactive and then going like, oh, oh no, is this right. the thing that I have? Is it because it's just the worst. Yeah. Like yeah. The, it's just so hard. And then yeah. dealing with people with borderline it's interesting how like your awareness of it is the thing that kind of keeps it at bay yeah right? well, like yeah and it's like i and i don't know if it would be worse or better like maybe if it is tucked in there somewhere i realize that like being aware of like staying on top of self-help and being aware of like this is what having a mother like that will do to affect you and going like mm-hmm. okay what can i do to work on this yeah. versus just going this is just how i am right yeah. it's happening to me and is, yeah uh i i guess i'm lucky that i have the like cognitive facilities to like know to do that yeah yeah so now i don't worry about it but there's definitely a chunk of like my early 20s where i was like oh man i'm real erratic and i still have like emotional spikes but it's nothing 
Yeah. Nothing like super high, super low. It's just like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bumps. Yeah. But I do worry about it because it's scary. And like, then you have to go anytime there's an issue in a relationship, you go like, did I? I'm so analytical anyways that I'm yeah. like, well, maybe it was me. Or like, am I too needy? Or. Right. Huh. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Um, you you talked about like how your your dad like left you in an interesting way, uh, right? Yeah, is that you? That's that is me. I mean, it could be you, someone. Have you else. talked about I it on not, stage and I talked stuff? about it on stage. I, d- okay. I talked about it on my album. I was abandoned by my dad in a Waffle House. <laughs> Good um, lord. Um, at the time, I was just having this conversation with someone that, like, later I realized he was on meth. So I'm like, I don't even know if he meant to abandon me. If he was just yeah. meth, which doesn't make it any better. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah. he was probably just like, I need to get something. <laughs> oh drove away. Um, I mean, it helps oh. a little. Weirdly yeah, enough, right. like, yeah. I guess like, that. Yeah, it was the drugs, and then they, they I keep weren't sober when they. Yeah, right? I keep wanting to do a bit about like, well, I've never done meth, but I have hung out with an eight year old girl, and like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's too dark. Yeah. Um, oh no, you should do. We were just doing, we did a Patreon before this, and I was like, is this too dark? Like, you know. Uh, just like, I love it. Yeah, there's like, so much. How dark can you go? That's right. like Taylor's segment on the podcast. Is she just at some point is like, is this too dark? And yeah. then it's like a hilarious, like, like we love deeply it. morbid it's joke. Yeah. The darker the better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So something like that event. How does that affect attachment theory? Well, where I mean, it plays into out. it because, uh, I mean, abandonment is also uh just a huge trigger for so many issues yeah. but yeah it's like oh this person who's like my primary caregiver yeah yeah just disappeared yeah and yeah. the worst was that because uh, not the worst but up until that point like my dad it, like i don't know how quickly he got into drugs and just like flipped but like up until that point he was a good dad mm. wow. like and maybe like we, you when the eight eight okay and having a mother with borderline personality disorder and anyone who uh has has one or has, has experience with that knows that this is a common thing that a, a lot of times they will either um like love the shit out of their kid or like they can't stand them and the case mm. for my mm. household was that, like my mom adored my brother i have a brother who's like a year and a half older than me he could do no wrong yeah uh and she just never liked me yeah. oh man so, nice. like fiance mm. yeah his, his dad uh his borderline and it was the same thing where that's like a very common like they basically pick like angel and devil with yeah, the kids you, they love you or they wow. hate you it's very black and, and white. my fiance was also the one who just like c- couldn't do anything right yeah and it was like so frustrating because like my brother he um he has a learning disability. So he's just like, you know, slow, dyslexic, whatever. And I think a lot of how my mom knows how to try to love someone is to help them. Mm. And then I was just a very smart, independent kid. So on top of her already, just sort of having this animosity that just immediately started the minute I was born. Uh, mm. She had no, she just didn't know what to do with me either. Wow. It's hard because it's, with mental illness, it's like easy to be sympathetic when you're not a victim of someone's mm. mental illness. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when it's like, yeah, no, like they are hurting, but it is still like hurtful and manipulative. So what's the answer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. But it's like the compassion boundary of like, exactly. okay, I know that this isn't like their fault. However, this is still fucking up my life. Yeah, so. exactly. So mm. both of the th- those things definitely played into, um, how my attachment style works. And I was just listening mm-hmm. to a podcast on the way over because I finally found one that talks specifically about disorganized. And mm. I was reading some stuff and a lot of like what they say for working on that is like a first step is finding a therapist you feel really secure with because mm. that teaches you how to like feel a secure, worthy, like stable attachment. But mm. yeah. it is weird because I'll do things like 
Uh, I've realized the more I've been like working on this and learning about it, I have a couple of relationships that ended that I ended where genuinely in my mind, I thought I had this like sixth sense, which I do think I'm good at like sensing people's emotions. I think a lot of comedians are, yeah. but I was, I like literally thought there was something there like that. They really weren't that into me and like mm. they weren't that into it. And then looking back, I'm like, Shit. my God, there was nothing there. I just wow. was like insecure and was like, they're going to leave. And like oh, my brain goes wow. like would go into fight or flight and is like I have to leave you like my yeah. like my emotions shut down and go cold. Wow! Like, Shit. did you guys ever see Inside Out? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first time I ever saw like so, like a visual understanding of what yeah. I think my brain does, where it just like everything starts turning to sadness. Yes, oh, which I is didn't see that one. which is like, bah, bah, but no, yeah. yeah, no. I'm I'm wow. exactly the same way in relationship. We did the borderline episodes i like had a kind of a meltdown where i was like i have borderline like i'm this, this person is what I am. yeah yeah and the well you're talking about the awareness is like i felt like that too where i've you know looked at maybe certain people in my family and i go well maybe that's where i get it or whatever and like the difference is i know that i have these tendencies and they're not as extreme that's the thing is yeah. like with borderline it's a, a lot of extremes it's like exactly. yeah sometimes you do not like someone and that's okay yeah and like like i took the quit we all took the quiz um Ooh, for this juicy. book yeah go to atta <laughs> attached the book dot com and uh i got anxious and i i i will shut down like that but it's not it's usually triggered by like it's triggered by the anxiety it's triggered by me convincing myself i like just decide how the person i'm with feels i just like decide yes. like, well you're not like what you're talking about where i'm like, okay well you don't love me you're not into it yes. you don't feel as strongly as i do or if somebody like lies to me like they've just they're gonna lie to me forever for the rest mm. but it's also right. like it's yeah don't fair. lie that's fucked. i mean yeah don't lie <laughs> right. but also it's like right. there's no like forgiveness either. yeah i don't know how to get out of that like yeah like once i fall into the hole of yes. like oh, i feel like you don't love me and that's been like i just ended a thing with a guy because we were like seeing each other. It was not official. And I was like, look, I didn't, I didn't want it to come out like an ultimatum, but I was like, yeah. there was one little thing that like triggered this anxiety. Mm. And now I was, a, I was able to like, in my own mind, go like this happened. And that's why I'm feeling the anxiety, mm. but I couldn't shake it. And I was like, look, are we moving forward on this? Because I'm no longer able to be in the gray area without having the anxiety. And that's outweighing yeah. the positive. So like, mm. do you want to, but then I think I've jumped into relationships thinking like that will cure the anxiety before. And then I'm like, mm. oh, sometimes I'd be like, well, it's still so there. there. Yeah. Uh, well, the most wow. frustrating part, I mean, for me is especially like, I mean, I got into my current relationship pretty quickly after um, yeah. the last one, which is the one Jessica and I both dated ended for the last time. And it's a very, it's a very different relationship. And I was, I mean, as far as like giving our ex credit like i was the yeah. worst version of myself in that relationship <laughs> like every time just the worst version of myself like so just not not good and um it i just like need. i think i just needed to be with somebody who was very secure but it's hard because yes. i'm with somebody who is very secure and doesn't have really any traumas from their yeah. childhood and uh I still I still struggle with the anxiety and I still have the same patterns. Yes. And so I'm like, oh, this is something I have to like really look at because it's it's not who I'm with. Like No, it's it's well, not that's that. the whole thing about this is that it's like um you have your style and then you can do things to like work on it and try to they have a thing called earned attachment where you like mm. learn about how to attach and sometimes it's like looking at people you know who do have secure attachments and sort of using them as an example. Like there's a 
like an assignment in here that's got seven steps where you hmm. go through, think about past relationships and specific triggers. Mm. And then you go like, okay, well, how would this person have handled that? Or like, mm. what Ooh. would be, what would be the secure answer? And then sort of almost like forcing yourself to try to like, let me try to not assume that because he's five minutes late, he was f- screwing a secretary. Right. You know, right. This person doesn't have a secretary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yeah yeah Yeah, no or even like not even that like when like that guy when when i was dating that guy and he would be like 15 minutes late i was like oh you're 15 minutes late you don't care about me yeah (laughs) you hate me you hate me because you couldn't be here on time which is insane like that's so crazy no i do stuff like that too and now but now i'm at the point where the thing i'm worried about which like not to be like daunting because I don't have an answer for it, but I'm literally working on in therapy is that I don't know at this point, which is also why I'm like, I need to not date and really like work on this separately on my own. But I have the, when I like go cold and anxious in a relationship or whatever, where all of a sudden I have this insecurity, I have never been in a relationship long enough to know if I can shake that feeling. Mm. Oh, Oh, so that's sort of like, but granted the majority of relationships I've been in, uh, it ended after that feeling, but a lot of it was me going like, I got to get out of here. I was like, mm. well, I can't, I don't think I love you anymore. I have to go. Wow. <laughs> and then, or the person leave, you know, breaks up for whatever reason, one reason or another. Yeah. And it's like, how long was your longest wow. relationship? Was it, was it, it, I mean, it wasn't with him, but they, this is what's we like, why, why I'm like, Oh, I got to work on something. Cause almost all of my relationships have been like almost exactly 10 months. Really? really? Almost to the T. Weird. Interesting. Yeah, so interesting. No, you know what? The interesting thing about Danny was, let me just, no, we're fucking naming names. I know, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say the other one, but we'll say Dan. Danny's He's a an great, angel. I love, yeah. I just, Danny Jollis, look him up. Very funny comic. So funny. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Just sweetest. the sweetest. Cool sweetest guy. Dude. We were not officially together. We were like an unofficial thing for like a year. It was the mm-hmm. healthiest entrance into a relationship I ever had. And then once we officially got together, it was like, yeah, about 10 months. Wow. Oh, interesting. Really? But, that, but the the interesting thing about that relationship is that is the one relationship I can pinpoint. Because even in the one where we dated the same guy, I was, I don't know if I said this to you on my, or when we talked before, but like, if he didn't end it, even though I was like sad and I was like, it was coming. Like I could feel mm-hmm. it. And it, I, he could probably sense what I was feeling on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. But like Danny's the one relationship where it was just like a fundamental what we wanted out of a relationship and a lifestyle. It just wasn't a good fit. Mm. Like there was no, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be with you. Uh, that's the one relationship where I was still happy. I think he was happy, but he was like, I just like, that was the year I started going on the road, like so much, which is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, look, um, I went to Asia and then I was like, there's this guy from comedy central Asia. And he wants me to, he wants to put me in touch with these people so I can do a whole Asian tour. And well, it's just really exciting. He's like, Oh, you're going on the road. A, a more touring and i had like a yeah. two-month summer chunk coming up and he's like i just if i'm gonna be with someone and this is totally fair mm-hmm. but also later i was like with someone <laughs> like because uh, uh, <laughs> he was like if i'm gonna be with someone i would like for them to be around yeah a yeah. decent amount of time which is totally fair right and then i was like all right well it's not gonna work and he's mm. like yeah if, if you're gonna be gone all the time and I'm like, yes so it's not gonna work mm. and then like months later when i was you know you randomly ruminate on exes right we were like whatever happened there and i was like why don't you just say you missed me you fucking <laughs> idiot uh, uh, i'm gonna uh, be with someone but it wouldn't have, i don't think it would have changed but that was a very yeah. like yeah i guess that's hopeful that it was like oh 
that wasn't a thing where I shut down and I was like, I gotta get out of here. Right. That was yeah. just like, so oh, it was yeah. just like different, different needs, What I want, what you or... want is different. And right. I'm sure there's some sort of psychological like depth to why I want to stay on the road. And I'm sure it's some sort of inadvertent right. like, building a wall or whatever. Uh, but or maybe that's you just focus on your career. I yeah, mean, that's you, fine. it can be both. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. inconvenient to fall yeah. in love and not be as ambitious. It's yeah. so hard. It's so like, hard. Well, and then like. I don't know. I'll go through like just rain cloud moments of when I'm like single or just just out of like a breakup. So I'm a week out of it's not even a breakup, but it was ending things with a guy who was really nice and whatever. But um, where I was just like, maybe I just don't get to have it all. You know, oh. you're like, OK, relax. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's like, you're it's just like the holidays. And yeah. like, I guess it's like I don't even have that much in my career. Like I have all yeah. I want and I'm satisfied. And I'm like sitting on top of a fucking hill in a yeah. mansion. And I'm like, well, I can't have it all. <laughs> Me and my cab sav, you know, yeah. just and my tears. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, the cost I chose of this. being great. Yeah. 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 It's like, uh, all right, relax, <gasps> mediocre. Well, there's that like romantic <laughs> like oh they'll never make a documentary about me if i'm happy like yeah man, i know the thing that comedians do we're like i guess i'm supposed to be no yeah no. No. Oh, so don't have to be miserable Dying into that you can story. figure it out you can we were just talking all. about that on the patreon where i was like how am i gonna have kids it'll ruin my career and they're just you like taylor have a kid you need like, to have fuck. kids yeah. right the way's oh like i don't even know you that well and just <laughs> yeah dude, just so the amount funny. of she's got two candles on the table right now <laughs> no because it's like i do i like i genuinely listen to your podcast like i'm playing it cool and we're all comics but i was like oh my god i'm gonna like be on my favorite podcast i swear to god i really love your podcast thank you and i've just heard you on episodes and i'm like yeah no that is the kind of person that should have because i don't have that yeah, not I'm everybody right has you. that. I'm like on the and fence. like people who are like me shouldn't have kids. Like I shouldn't be like, eh. Yeah. I, don't th- I don't think. I don't. I think if you're on the fence about it, don't do it. Yeah. Kids are a thing to be on the fence about. Yeah. You know? totally. it's like, oh, dude, I agree. If it's an I don't know, then let's keep it at a no for now. Yeah. yeah. Until it's a Unless fuss, you're yes. ready to dive in and like, I want to be a mom, and I just feel like you have that, and I'm like, yeah. 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 God, that's great and i also for a yeah. long time because i lack that so i so deeply lack that nurturing gene i really thought that like it was a myth that women even have that really I, and i've not you're not the only but i've talked yeah. to a few people who just like deeply yearn for motherhood right. and i'm like yeah. i thought people were just like lying and it was a social conditioning thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah interesting but then yeah. i have had every once in a while i've like looked at a baby and been like <sighs> and i'm like no it's my ovaries down <laughs> like yeah. it's my body down. Like, baby <laughs> <laughs> no what's happening hundred percent. Yeah, I say that on stage. I'm just like, it's not me that wants the baby right now. Like my brain is like, we have goals, but my yeah. body's like, I'm empty, like all the time. Yeah. Like it's it's so frustrating because it does it does feel like a force like stronger yeah. Yeah. than yourself. But I'm just, I don't, I, you know, you just want to be ready, and I want to read enough books and like have my the shit thing is together. It's like you can be financially ready. I am definitely just quoting something some other mom said to me, and maybe she was just a crazy person. But like, I don't think you're ever hundred percent emotionally ready for right. No, that's it. Like nothing, no one's ducks are ever perfectly in a row. It's just, it's not possible. Like it's, that's how life is. Nothing you get, you're, you're never like, oh yeah, 100% we were ready for this moment. Like even career stuff, you're like, should I be getting this? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But you fucking rise to the occasion. So just bring another life into it. Yeah. Yeah. I always, (laughs) make another comedian. It'll be fine. I always had this idea in my head where I'm like, well, when I'm like 35, that's when I'll do it. And now like, now I'm just like on Instagram, just like, but look at 
this one and Kyle's she like, follows, you're gonna follow make she follows babies oh. on That's Instagram. In, like individual baby accounts, not just like birthday. babies of Instagram. Like, she's gotten I put down to, to names. You, but like I follow several <laughs> possums and that could be like a similar <laughs> thing. Girl, like, this, maybe this is just what I think my children my will look speed. like. That's yeah. like my, yeah. It was her first job. Oh my God. I know. I love this. Bald head. I'm afraid of. Whoa, whoa. Whose baby is that? That's the one we saw before that creeped us out. Don't name it. I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. Let's not, let's not talk about about it because i it don't want like the them brain. to feel bad yes. but um it's a too okay. big a, it's okay so cute. we only we're like over an hour right oh, now I'm so, so we should i'm sorry i kind of start wrapping up yeah, so no. you guys you got ang- anxious attachment i got anxious attachment got, you have disorder- I'm disorganized which is anxious avoidant okay yeah. and then I'm both Delaney and i got secure yeah. well i guess uh, we i'll see myself yes. out <laughs> yeah well i bet but you know what's interesting you guys were talking about um that you well, like for me taylor i feel like you have extremely high standards because of your anxious attachment yes. or something which is not a bad thing no right I but feel like i go the opposite which is yeah so that this is super interesting <laughs> oh, in the clearance okay. bin because i'm like yeah, yeah, that's literally a joke i make person. about because i'm from a sperm bank and i like make a joke about like that my mom must have gone to the clearance bin like she's are you like, serious yeah that guy that abandoned me wasn't even my father it's a whole thing i found out oh years later that, like he couldn't have kids oh wow um, oh my gosh no so yeah but i go like I have sel- <laughs> such deep self-worth issues where like, I'm still getting over like, this guy's nice to me. I guess I should just be with him. And it's like, uh, that uh, guy is no. living in a trash can. What uh, are you? Uh, <laughs> oh it's so hard to overcome that stuff. Yeah. I mean, like I have that thing. I have the avoidant thing at the beginning of relationships because I know, but, uh, but I had that for a while where I was like, Oh, if somebody pays attention to me. Maybe I should just give him a chance. But like, after I went through that last breakup and I started dating Kyle, I mean, I tried to break up with Kyle like three times and he's great. And like <laughs> first two months I was just like, this is going to work. I'm gone all the time. Like, and, he and he's like, like, that's fine. No, no. He was just like, he's like, okay, well I was like, we can just be friends. He's like, I don't want to just be friends, but I mean, it's up to you, I guess, but <laughs> he's like, like, I'm not going to force you yeah, to be with him. Like, I'm going to force you to do it. He's, you know, very healthy, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, for, it was just that, that weird thing of, yeah, you push, you like kind of push it away. Cause you know, once you get into it, you're going to be in. anxious and crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, Oh, then those yeah. feelings come. And am I, am I even going to enjoy it? Or am I just going to be consumed by that? Right. And I was so, so broken up over this last, yeah. like, I mean, again, like yeah. I dated that person three times over like There's four a huge and a half history years. There. Yeah. Like yeah. since I was a kid, it was like a very important person to me. Like, you know, for all of like the shit that happened between us, like very like good for me in s- some very important ways that yeah. will never change. And it was really tough to like transition out of that. And so going into this with Kyle, I was just like, you better be the guy. Cause like, I'm not going to want to do this. I'm not going <laughs> to date anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You. yeah. Like, I'm so like mixed up with all my like attachment issues that it took me until like just this past week, analyzing my breakup to be, cause I've always been like, I've, it's weird because I've been in relationships, but I've always entered them from a state of like, I'm not even really like looking for a relationship. I'm just kind of living. Yeah. And if it happens, it happens. Yeah. And then like a couple days ago, I was like, oh my God, I've been too afraid to admit that I want to be in love. Aww. Like that's the thing that yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, because yeah. it was my brain's like, it's probably not going to happen for you. So just don't mm. like that is the cycle, mm. you know? And I'm like, yeah. oh no, it's okay to want a relationship. I thought that was some sort of weakness. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's fucking, it's a human need. Yeah, yeah. it's love. so normal. And I was yeah. like, wow, what a thing yeah. that I didn't even realize I was being crazy about. All right. Oh, yeah. My yeah. Just the, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go no, Taylor. you go first. Tell was, us about your secure relationship. Well, no, I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> no, no, well, I was going to say this. Sometimes I feel like I'm 
this sounds shitty, too secure in the fact that what anybody does doesn't really affect me. Yeah. Like where I'm like, look, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Be good to me or don't. I'm just going to keep doing my thing whether whether you do it or not but i feel like and this is not about cam in general i think just is just about me in general is like maybe my standards haven't always been so high because of that because yeah. i'm like i don't give a shit if I'm this just guy go with the flow okay, like if this guy shows up in 30 minutes or 45 minutes this doesn't whatever like i'm just mm. gonna be doing all this stuff over here doing my own thing wow. to where sometimes i think like oh no i need to actually you sound like somebody Ask who for, meditates. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, starting. That's but, really, yeah. just like a very like dope chill person. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like nothing, who? That's like what I aspire to be, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> nothing like riles her up. But much. no, I think that could also be a negative thing to where you're not investing um, enough because you're yeah maybe so chill maybe where you're i was like look i'm so independent that i don't mm. fucking you might need be you. avoided you know what i mean but you've told <laughs> but me yeah. things no. about when you started <laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're recruiting yeah. But you, you've told me things about like when Jolly you started ass. dating cam and you're like you gotta walk him into my car like i feel like that's you know yeah yeah you I, don't you just don't get overly like you don't take it as a personal like well flight. i guess you hate me because you didn't walk me into my car you're just like Hey, yeah guys probably don't think car. about that yeah. yeah 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 i don't know i it's just something that i'm like well maybe that's also been an issue and like you if ask you're for what you secure want, i think do, yeah. do you feel like you asked for i think you asked for what you want yeah oh yeah. no i'm very clear communication and like, that's yeah. clear is amazing to me because i'll just very be clear. like ah uh, never mind <laughs> i'm fine with whatever's happening now like instead of just be like why don't you just say what you wanted i'm like no that's i'll just eat this thai food that i hate <laughs> i have a severe peanut allergy i'll just die it's fine yeah, just, yeah. actually well i was talking to my therapist recently mm-hmm. and i i was saying like what if my self-worth is low and the fact that i like have maybe chosen somebody who doesn't eventually like want to marry me and all this stuff and i'm like is that basically me saying that i don't think i'm worth <gasps> dating somebody who wants to marry me right and she was like well let's take a look at your relationship delaney is he good to you in this way is he good to you in this way this this and then list a bunch of things and i said yes to everything so okay you that's not somebody who has a low self-worth if this person is this this and this for you then this marriage thing is probably just a matter of a conversation or figuring things out just on that topic if you wanted that right so i'm like okay but no part of me like was thinking oh fuck is this is this because so, like I, I got daddy issues i mean who doesn't yeah, right, right? Yes. um so i'm like oh god is that because of this and you know i i kind of spiral into my over analyzing of everything but she's like no dude you got a great relationship it's just this weird it's just this thing that yeah. you got to yeah. talk about and you'll figure it out yeah, yeah. So interesting. I don't know. it's it's helpful to hear that you also have issues oh yeah because uh, thank just, god you really are like the gold standard for just like you're so empathetic Living, yeah. like you can't even like complain to her because she's like well but just think about it from their perspective and i'm like no i am not <laughs> All right, you guys, we got to wrap yeah, up, wrap unfortunately. Up. You are just the perfect yeah. guest. We could have talked to you for so much yeah, longer. Thanks, Jessica. Yeah. This was really good shit. Plug anything you want to plug. Um, yeah. Check out my podcast. It's called Ignorance is Blessed. And you can find me all over the internet at JMS Comedy. Amazing. Beautiful. Go give us that five-star rating and review on iTunes if you haven't yet. We, we're at like 915 right now. We're, oh, we wow. really have 1,000 by the end of the year. Come I don't know gosh. if it will happen. but Let's just, do it. If you're, you've got your family so gathered cool. around in the holidays, just have everybody log on to their Apple ID and give us a five-star. <laughs> You guys Star. give a thousand <laughs> reviews to them. I'll toilet paper me and Taylor's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that is the best prize we could all possibly offer. I don't think he has the house. Let's be real. No, you decorate it. They just use the toilet. More curtains. Oh my God, more curtains. Yeah, that's very funny. Oh, dude, thank you for being on, Jessica. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, we love you guys so much. Uh, to continue to support Self Helpless Podcast, go to selfhelplesspodcast.com for anything and everything you could want. We have our links to Patreon, merch, our individual websites, our Facebook group, Amazon link, full episodes, also our contact for our P.O. box and email. And you can follow Self Helpless Podcast on Instagram as well as us individually. I am at T Tom Comedy or Taylor Tomlinson, depending on if you're on Instagram or Twitter, ttomcomedy.com. <laughs> and I'm at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram, at Kelsey Cook on Twitter, and KelseyCook.com for tour dates. And I'm at, at Delaney Fisher on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and at Dicks by Delaney for some good old fashioned dick stuff uh, on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Perfect. And you can also follow Self Helpless on Facebook. Great. Thanks, Thanks, guys. guys. We we love love you. you.